You are listening to the Pork Pals Podcast with Peter, Donna Marie and Maeve. Let's go fishing for gossip, people. Hi, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of the Pork Pals Podcast. As usual, I am joined by Maeve and Donna Marie for this week's episode. Hello, everybody. How's everyone? Aloha, aloha. What's your story, lads? How are you? All good, all good. Excited to dig into this week's episodes. Yeah, and... a little bit to say. Okay, well, start us off then, Donna Marie. Okay, first off, Natalia's annoying me now. She's fucking annoying me. She is sucking the life out of that whole crew. Poor Jessica looks like she just wants to throw herself off the side of the boat. <laughs> Jack has had fucking enough. Like She is very draining at this stage. 100% agree. 100% agree. She's an absolute nightmare. Yeah, and it's just the same regurgitated argument the entire time. Well, she did this and she did that. But what has she done now? It's just... Yeah. Like, at some point, you need to move past it. You've had your moment. You you spew your shite. You vent it. But normally when you vent it, it's gone. She just keeps venting. She's like a fucking Chinese coal plant. She keeps spewing out fucking shite. Yeah. And what she wants is not going to happen. She's not going to get to me off the boat and she becomes chief shoe. It's just not going to happen. No, so 100%. That's the fuck that, on, like. Yeah, that's not going to happen. At some point, you have to say to yourself, look, this is only charter two. There's another whatever, eight charters, six charters, whatever the season yeah. is going to last. We have to get through this. Is it going to be more comfortable if I just suck this shit up and work with her? Or is it going to be more comfortable if I keep fucking arguing? Now, I know which path I choose, but and obviously that's not her way. I'm wondering why nobody has said it to her. I mean, if if that was me and she was sucking the life out of me, I would have said it to her. Can you just shut the fuck up, man, and get over? Because I think that Kyle, who we will come to in a minute, has basically told anyone who listen, you don't want to fuck with her. So everyone's yeah. terrified of feeling that wrath. They see what's happening with Toomey and they go, well, if I say anything, I'm next. And she's going to she's gonna hit me with her shit. And I don't want to be in that firing line. So I can tune out when she's talking. She's sucking the life out of me, but I can move away from it. I'm not in the middle of it. But even like Jack said, he's her friend. So that's why he's just kind of taking her aside and he's not going against her or doing anything with Toomey because he's just like, well, she's my friend, so I'll just stay on the fence. But even he's pissed off. Even Mm -hmm. he doesn't want to be there. He just wants it over and done. But he said it himself. He has a professional relationship with Toomey. Now, he obviously has issues with Toomey as well, which, okay, I think some of them are well-founded. But he doesn't need he doesn't need that in his ear. And he just wants to just, like, get on with doing the job. Jack strikes me as the type of person who just wants to have a laugh. When he's not walking, he wants to have a laugh. And he's not getting that. No. And there's going to be no laugh on this boat. There's going to be zero laugh on this boat on this entire season, if this shit continues. Apart from Max, I mean, he made me laugh. Oh, oh my God. God. Made you laugh. 
he would make me absolutely tear my hair out. He'd be gone. He'd be overboard already. I'd have wrapped that fucking stern line around his neck, thrown him over the edge and said, bye-bye, Frenchie. I think he's hilarious. Oh, my God, he's a nightmare. <laughs> he just lives in his own but Then again, I, yeah, I'm not working with him, so it's a whole other ballgame you're working with. Her, but as a viewer, I just find him hilarious. And then you don't see much of, like, Lara's past personality but my god is she a workhorse like take a moment to congratulate Lara and her work because she's brilliant I love her personality that's sort of deadpan yeah you know no we don't have time to wank around yeah I just love her attitude (laughs) I love her fucking vibe I think she's I think she's brilliant yeah I am enjoying her but like that I just don't think we're getting the opportunity to get to know the other people on board because of the fucking shit with Natalia, Toomey, Kyle. You know, it's just, it's overshadowing everybody else at this stage. Yeah, it's 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 full focus. Natalia needs to just, you know, bite the bullet, move past it now. And I think the boat getting called in by Sandy, I think Toomey got a shock. I didn't, oh, she did, I, didn't she? She did. Yeah. She did. I think, uh, look, I have issues with Sandy I've said it before. I'm not going to go into it again. However, I think she saw through the bullshit. She saw what happened. She knows what happened. She knows mm-hmm. Toomey came in with a fucking big hot head on her, gave a load of shy, and then couldn't handle the situation when it got out of control. She didn't know how to defuse it after she'd lit the, lit the match. I have a question, right? Because I was watching it and I was like, Oh, and then I was like, okay, need to double check that with the others. Toomey is denying that the text message we've seen for the past couple of weeks is what was actually sent, isn't she? Yeah. Yes. She's saying a whole other text message was sent. Yes. So now we have to wait until we get a reunion to actually physically see the text message printed out on a piece of paper. Now, I thought the text message flashed on the screen. It but did the first couple of weeks, and then yeah. this week a completely different one flashed. Core yeah. version of the text message flashed up. Yeah, but we also saw that. We also saw that one last week. So look, but there's also nothing to stop somebody because and on your phone now you can text yourself. Well, you always could, but you can text yourself. So there's nothing stopping Kyle texting himself, changing the name and going, "Look what I was sent." Is he that conniving? Yeah, I don't know though. You know, like. Like that, we've got two different versions of a text message now. Surely, production have seen the real message threads. Like, surely they have. Hundred percent. So we to. will find out eventually. Or, but, but I don't know because you have Toomey coming out on Twitter saying the worst thing she ever did was trust Kyle, and then we've had Kyle's partner in our DMs. You know, so I don't know. I'm like, I was a bit shocked when I seen Toomey deny that that text message was sent at all. And I was like, well, this is a bit messed up. I mean, if the text message Toomey says is the actual text message, then Kyle is one messy, shit-storing queen. 100%. 100%. Well, he doesn't like Natalia, so maybe he's doing whatever he can to get rid of her. But he's making out like they're friends then. 
But he's gone around biting the back off her to everyone who listens. Trust well, me, not. you don't want to fuck with this girl. Trust me, trust me. Fucking he's trust you. I wouldn't good. trust you as far as I could throw you, and that wouldn't be very far. You're a sizable gentleman. He's not gentleman. very good at them. He's just not good at, at being conniving and things like that because he just keeps getting caught. Like, no, look, the last thing he should have done was went on camera and lied. He yeah. knows the yeah. truth would come out on a TV show, like. Yeah, but Toomey's also kind. Like, I mean, Toomey's at fault here for number one, sending the message. Number two, allowing Kyle to be in her ear. Like, she shouldn't have asked about Natalia. She shouldn't have. She should have just made up her own mind. She went to another member of the crew to find out about a member that she had never met, never worked with. If she had come on board and these problems had started, and then she went to Kyle and said, Kyle, what was she like last time? And if Kyle then said to her, well, this is what she was like, that's different. That's a whole different scenario. Now you're just getting confirmation that this is her personality. And it's maybe it's not just you. This would be anybody. But that's not what happened. So the preconceived notion, like, it doesn't matter what anyone says. If somebody tells you that somebody is a certain way and you're not open-minded, you're just going to run with that. That's always going to be in your mind. Yeah, she should have just went in there, either A, watch last season and make up your own mind, or B, do not watch last season and go in there with an open mind and get to know everyone on the same level. This whole shite of her and Kyle having chats before the season began is literally what will shoot her in the foot. Yeah. yeah. But Natalia's so blinded at this stage of the season. Like she even said, oh, I think at this stage we should just communicate through Kyle. It's like, oh, my God, can you not see that one of the biggest issues in this mess is the fact that you're communicating through a third party? Yeah. And just be fucking professional. You don't have to get on personally. You don't have to, like, you know, snuggle up together on your days off having drinks and all that. But you do have to be professional. And if somebody came into me in my office and turned around and said to me, well, I'm only going to communicate with you through someone else, they'd be gone. Bye. Yeah, yeah, say that's not going to work for me. That's not going to work as a team because Kyle's going to be in bed at some point because he's on service and he's on late. And it's just not that's just not going to fly. It's not professional. You come in, you do your fucking job, and that's that. Like, yeah. nowhere in the work environment is it okay for a staff member to tell a manager that they're going to communicate through another staff member. No, no, absolutely not. No, this this unless it happens it's, nowhere. No, this doesn't happen anywhere. I'm one thousand percent sure it never happens in the yachting industry where there's only a certain amount of crew anyway. Like it's a small work environment. This it's akin to working in a small office. Everything that happens affects everybody else. It's so easy to drag the mood down and drain the life out of the boat, and that's what's happening now. And it needs to be knocked on the head. But Toomey really has to get her hands around this whole Chief Stew thing because she is not handling this well. Her whole attitude, her approach to Natalia, even when she came in, this leaning over, she should have said she should have waited at that point till they docked. They were docking, they were getting the guests off the boat, have the meeting and say, Natalia, I'd like to sit down with you. Sit down at the table with her and have a proper conversation. But even mm. how she said that her chief, the way she does be a t- chief shoe is what she's seen and her other chief shoes, all the good parts she likes, she's trying to put them all together. But like from experience, that's not how it works. You have to find your own management style because otherwise you just get caught up and lost 
in what other people are doing or trying to do and then it just doesn't work yeah i i'm i that's not what i heard her saying i thought she said i thought she was giving this as advice to natalia on to how to deal with her that when she worked with chief steers she take the good parts that she liked about them and just sort of focus on that rather than the negatives when she was working with them now maybe that's just maybe that's what i misheard but that's what i took from it but that's not really here or there but that's why she's struggling to deal with Natalia because she's not finding her own style of how she's meant to deal with these people. No, she's she's this is her first chief steel role, and straight away she plunged into confrontation and she can't handle it. She has no clue how to deal with it, and that's a big issue. So it's a massive and it's one I don't understand. Like where I'm from, I can hate the bitch, but she's my boss, so I just suck it up and get on with it. Yeah. Yeah. And if I'm going to bitch to anybody about her, I'm not going to bitch to the other people in on the boat. No, I'm going to be sending me bestie or me ma a text message saying, ma, I hate this bitch. Yeah. And then my ma's going to say, you've only got five weeks left. Suck it up. Get on with it. I'm not yeah. going to bitch to the people on the boat. And oh, how can... they haven't learned at this stage that Every time they say something, it's getting back. Like, just stop. There's not, there's one, there's nothing surer in a command structure. Gripes go upwards. If you've got a problem, you gripe it upwards because that's the only way anything happens. There's no point in a fucking second in command griping to the third in command because the third in command can do nothing for you. You gripe upwards, the first in command can either change it or tell you to suck it up or up. Mm. It's one or the other. And Toomey's just made, that's error number one. I, I can't believe uh, when Sandy pulled her up. No, you're not going to make fun of anyone. I was like, oh, God. <laughs> yeah. But, so, yeah, Toomey, Toomey's in for a sharp lesson or two with Sandy as well, isn't she? Well, yeah. yeah. Like, totally, 100%. She is, she's getting a steep learning curve into what it takes to be a chief stew. And... Dealing with people is dealing with people is the number one. You're in charge of people. You may be able to decorate a table like a fucking rock star. You may be able to handle service like a boss, but unless you can deal with people, you might as well just be a second. Yeah. Move on, like. Exactly. So speaking of moving on, let's let's talk a little bit more about Max. Because I, I I really want to talk about Max here. We we kind of glossed I over. Think he is hilarious. Now, if I was walking with him, I wouldn't think he was hilarious. I'd be like, I'm gonna fuck him overboard. But watching it, I just think he's hilarious. What and like when he said he has ADHD, you, you can see it then, you know. Once he says I, it, you're like, Yeah, I see it. Stare. I, I doubt whether he's ever worked on a boat before in his life. Like, he did not, we, we take in the passerelle, the what, the what, the what, this, the walkway, the grating, the what, the what? It's like, <laughs> ah, here, come on. You may I have ADHD, but I you're not some sort of verbal dyslexic. I think he's struggling more with the accents. He's struggling to understand what people are saying. Now, I could be wrong, but passerelle sounds an awful lot like it. it's a derived from a French word. 
I, I could be wrong. I mean, you have Lara, who's from South Africa, and that can be, you know, a hard accent to understand. And then you've got Jack, who's a Liverpoolian. And I mean, we know what Liverpoolians are like, and they talk fast. Yeah. And they've got that accent. And that's hard to understand. You know, so he's probably, there's just probably a language barrier, like. Well, is he? Are we saying that? Are we really believing that he spent four years in the yachting industry and never worked with well, anyone who wasn't fucking French? He said he got fired off every boat. So how long was he actually on? The yeah, exactly. Like I mean, it's not starting boat. well for the kid. How did they hire? This is that. This definitely seems like some sort of fucking production store in the show. Because how do you fuck? How do you employ somebody who's been fired from every job they ever had? Give me I a second can't. chance. No, I just find him funny. Maybe it's because everyone else on the fucking boat is like all oh, this drama around the interior. He's just it's just lighthearted fun. I just find him hilarious. I couldn't stop laughing today. What I loved is when he was exercising and pulling himself up on the bar, and then he'd carry a basket and he's like, yeah. and I'd have to stop. I'm stopped. It's very heavy. It's very <laughs> heavy. It's like seriously, dear, you're doing fucking chin-ups to bait the band. You've got good core and upper body strength. You can't carry a fucking tray full of bleeding grub. Ah, <laughs> Like, I'd be the same. I'd be the same. I couldn't be dealing with that climbing all up all them fucking hills just to put a few bit, uh, picnics out. Like, oh, well, yeah. you would for a fifteen hundred dollar tip for two days' work. I don't know. What do you think of them guests? Oh, that vegan man! Yeah. Seriously, they need to ban vegans from charters. But you see, some of them aren't as fucking needy. They're happy with their veg. Yeah, but she's just whinging from the word go. Ooh, I give it a four. Ooh, uh, what did he do? He just uh, jammed it all up. Fuck off. Just shut up and eat a bit of meat. What's your fucking problem like? They're not into the meat. I don't know. They seem like they've taken a bit of meat in their day. <laughs> I'd say she's seen some meat. Sure, the whole tofu and chips thing, like, which team are we on there? Yeah, can we just, yeah, let, let's talk about the frying thing for a second. Now, I'm obviously on Team Jack here, because Jack is Jack is the same way we would be. If we say fry, it's in a pan. And yeah. if you say deep fry. If you say deep fry, we use fry as shorthand for shallow fry. Yeah. Deep fry is something different. Yeah. Pan, yeah, seared, pan seared is something completely different anyway. Pan seared is when you just kind of toss the thing in the pan. You know, you yeah. sear one side, you sear the other. That's it. Job done. Yeah, if I you agree. Cook it through, it's fried. If someone tells me to fry something, I'm whipping out a frying pan. It's getting fried. Absolutely. Yeah. If someone tells me to deep fry something, then yeah. I'm going to get the deep fat fryer out. Yeah. So this is on the guests because they didn't ask. They didn't specifically say what they wanted. Um, it's not on yeah. Toomey because Toomey relayed exactly as requested. And as well, can I just say, right, I'm not like, Okay, here's a perfect example. If we all went off on a, a charter for a weekend, you know I don't eat seafood. Yes. So I'm going to take myself down to the kitchen and I'm going to pop my head in. I'm going to say hey to the chef and I'm just going to tell him to his face, listen, I will eat anything except seafood. I cannot eat seafood. I don't like it. It's not going to happen. She should have done that. When she got on board, she should have said, look, I'm vegan. And she should have went down to the chef and been like, listen, I'm vegan. Just wondering, what, what's my dinner tonight? 
Yeah. And then what, we would have what, like, what are you thinking? What's your plan? Yeah, what are you thinking? What do you want? You know, let's yeah. talk it out. And that's what she could have done. But because we've seen guests do this in the past. Yeah. And what was wrong with her first meal? I mean, I'm assuming it was just a rice, but a flavoursome rice. It looked flavoursome to me. Yeah. I think yeah, she, she was, was making it, it was bland. Yeah, she was making she wanted to be wowed. She wanted the same quality of food without meat. But listen, if you've got a chef who's not particularly skilled with vegan food, you're gonna get what he can do. You know, he can't be all things to everybody. He's a chef. Should he be able to make good quality vegan food? Probably, but who cares about vegans, man? They should just be eradicated anyway. <laughs> and I, I don't care. If if anyone's listening and they, they say, how dare he say that about vegans and I'm not listening anymore. Good. Fuck off. We don't want your business. <laughs> you go, no, I'm just, no. Just eat the fucking meat and shut the fuck up. I Look, we'll never understand vegans because... We're just not vegans. No, no, it's a fad. Closest, it's a fad. It's another fucking fad. The closest I get to being a vegan is doing a chicken and broccoli bake without chicken. <laughs> <laughs> I like an old acai bowl. That's as close as I get. Yeah, but ah, that's, yeah. that's one dish. I, I eat like vegetarian dishes. Bowl. I'm sure I've eaten vegan dishes, but it's like by choice in one city. Yeah. It's not like, I mean, who the fuck wants to give up sausages and pudding and eggs for breakfast? Seriously, what kind of weirdo are you? I couldn't be like whatever about being a vegetarian, maybe, but you couldn't push me to full veganism. Like, I mean, eggs, yeah. eggs are life. Yeah, and not to dwell on it a bit much, but then they all turn around and want fake, fake meat meals. I don't get, I don't get that. I will never understand yeah. that. Oh, I want vegan chicken dippers. Here, fucking newsflash: it's not chicken. I will say though, corn make a lovely uh, chicken nugget. Love corn yeah. chicken nuggets. They're absolutely beautiful. Would I want to eat corn every day of the week? Absolutely fucking not. No way. Were but they, they're nice. Were they a sin or half a sin? That's oh, why we ate them. Yeah. They were half a sin. Half a you... sin on Slim and World. Yeah. Go Slim and World. <laughs> Destroying one metabolism at a time out there. <laughs> You could have three, you could have six corn chicken nuggets for three sins. That's the only reason we ever ate them fucking things. Yeah. Listen, there's only two short bar ways to eat, uh, to, to lose weight. And we know what they are. You either get your arse to the gym or you get your arse to Torquay. It's one or the other. That's <laughs> it. There's nothing in between. Everything else in the middle is just a fucking scam. <laughs> because we don't have a Zempec over here yet. And until that's an option... You know, we're either traveling or we're fucking lifting, and that's we it. We do, you know, it's called Saxenda over here. Oh, really? Um, yes, it is here. It's just called Saxenda, is what we call it. Okay. So it is here. It's alive and well here. Interesting. We'll people on it. But, um, yeah, geez, don't get me started. That's Ozempec. Like, watching any, any of the housewives now, you can literally point them out. She's on Ozempic. She's on Ozempic. She's on Ozempic. It's fucking mad. Yeah, but they are nailing people for being on it that clearly haven't been. Because they keep talking about some this one housewife that keep talking about being on it, and she's literally been in the gym for years. Who's, Who? I don't know. I can't remember her name because I don't know her. Is that the one, Emily, from Free Housewives? Um, Orange County. Remember? Yeah, she interacted no, she admitted with it. 
she admitted it on Watch What Happens Live. She said, yeah, I'm on it. I was on it for five months and oh. it gave me a kickstart and then I stopped and I've carried on. Oh, okay. So he's on it. The only one that's... Um, Kyle has denied it down to the ground, but I don't believe a word of it. And yeah. then Erica oh, Jane... Oh, sorry, yeah. Erica Jane tried to say she lost all the weight because of menopause. Yeah. When every other menopausal woman in the world has put on two stone. Yeah. <laughs> Well done, love. You're in the medical books. <coughs> so, yeah, anyway, back to Below Deck. But is there anything more to say on Below Deck? Oh, I can't that. wait for their crew night out just to see how it goes. Yeah, it's going to be messy now. I feel like we've been waiting a while for a second crew night. Has this been a really long charter? Have we had two episodes of this charter? We yeah we're, we're we're kind of yeah we're I think we're moving quite slowly here because like that they've had them coming on board um it's it's kind of it's a very slow start to the season like it feels like we should be on charter three we're on yeah. what episode we've had four episodes I think now on yeah. crew night out that seems like a very poor return yeah. I'm ready for them to fucking move on. Like, I don't drag this shit on too long because it annoys me that I get annoyed as the weeks go on and I'm like, oh, shut the fuck up. Like, a couple of weeks ago, I was Team Natalia and now she's wrecking my fucking head. Like, yeah, wrecking. 100%. Yeah. yeah, she's done herself no favors. I'm actually just completely disliking the entire interior, bar Jessica. But she Jessica, did have a little yeah, whinge. One, she yeah. did have a little whinge in the first weeks. Remember when the the, the green stew was oh, on? She was getting and on she was whinging and crying about fucking something. I don't know. So she has potential to be a whinge bag. So I think I'm just gonna focus on the deck crew because the interior have lost me. To me, Natalia, with, Kyle, no interest in any of them as with cr- Jessica. I would have preferred if she went to Natalia and said, You're being a mean girl. Instead of going to Kyle, going, I think she's being a mean girl. Yeah, but it's as Peter said, then Kyle was like, I wouldn't be crossing paths with her and all that, you know? You don't want to cross paths with this bitch, no. <laughs> uh, did any of you watch uh, Kyle and Jessica and watch Rams live last night? I haven't. No. no. That's no. chance. It was an early start this morning. We literally only had time to watch Below Deck. <laughs> I'll try and catch up in a layer and see if we get any goss out of them. Let's yeah. let's let's move along. Let's let's go to the ladies of New York. Well, and I use the term very loosely. Ronnie. Because oh, these bitches are anything but ladies. What the, the re- fuck? The final episode of the fourth season of the reboot. And all in all, I'm happy with that season. Very happy. Yeah. I have enjoyed thoroughly my first voyage uh, completely through the housewives experience. It was yeah. very entertaining. I enjoyed it. And last night's episode, I mean, I love Bryn, but my God, does she love storing a pot. She oh. literally flung Pavit under the bus. She threw everyone under the bus last night. Bryn was yeah. just on the sidewalk throwing bodies out in yeah. front of the buses. Then she just outed Uber in front of everybody. And I kind of felt bad because, okay, Sai should never have told them. But it was Uber that was collateral damage, you know? Now, can you explain to me, because I don't get this, right? If I tell you something, 
If let's say I tell you a secret and I swear you to secrecy and you tell Maeve and Maeve blurts it out in front of everyone, I'm going to be annoyed at you. Yeah. I'm not going to be annoyed at her. She made no promise to me. She never told me she would keep my secret. You did. Yeah, I agree. I agree with you. Now, you can be pissed off with Maeve because you swore her to secret. But that's between you you two. My aura is with you. Side's reaction. She knew. Side's reaction was to walk walk away. She just roars and then runs. And I'm like, bitch, come back and talk it out. Admit yeah. your faults, like, do you know that kind of way? Yeah. Like, Sai, I couldn't be dealing with her. I mean, she screams for a start. She doesn't know how to talk. She screams and then walks out calling everyone a fucking bitch and fuck you. But she only screams yeah. when she's in the wrong. She only screams when she wrong. can't yeah. get you up her hands. Yes, I agree with you. It's like arguing with a child. It's like, yes. well, I know I'm in the wrong here, but I'm not going to admit I'm in the wrong. So instead, I'm going to shout and roar and run. Yeah. Yeah. And like, I know Pavit rolled back in his comment from last week because, like, it upset some people. But fuck me if he wasn't on the, if he didn't hit the nail on the head. Because she goes from zero to 100 in, like, three seconds flat. One minute she's talking it out and the next minute she's screaming. That's not exactly normal behaviour. She was in the wrong. I just don't like her. I didn't like her from the previews. I'm pretty more sure if I went back on episodes of the podcast, I said it on day one. I do not think I'm going to like this girl. And I just don't. She's not a nice person. I just don't like her. She is a mean girl. Yeah. And uh, this whole business of um, trying to defend your behavior by saying it's on it. Like this whole, oh, just because I'm honest, it, do, it doesn't make me a bitch if I'm just being honest. No, it absolutely does if the behave if what you're and the way you're doing it is bitchy. It does make you a bitch. You cannot yeah. f- excuse your behavior just by saying, oh well I'm honest. Oh well I'm honest. No you can be honest shut the fuck in a kind up. way. You can be yeah. honest with people and just be kind about it or you know adjust your attitudes towards it to that other person you know and be mindful of their feelings like 100% you can you can change how you voice things like absolutely like the whole oh, oh you're lying you're constantly lying and just as one of my lying about and the only thing she came up with was the fucking Vietnam thing which I think we all just really agree with was a miscommunication as to exactly when he's gone and you it's not a lie and like that like i do it with you where if you say you've something coming up and i'm like i actually have something coming up it could be tomorrow and i could say it's two weeks away because i'm just like oh well it's coming up at some point yeah does it really matter to anybody bad to us i do it all the time when i'm telling people a story i'd be like yesterday last week it could have been a month ago but in my head i'm like oh you missed what happened me last week but it actually happened last month yeah, the story you itself know, is true. The date might be skewed. Who cares? Yeah, do it all the fucking time, like all the time. So, yeah, I mean, I just think she went for Jessel. She made that decision very early on. She saw Jessel as a weak person. She saw Jessel as somebody that she could use as a storyline. And it's backfired so much. Because the audience relates more to Jessel than they do to Sai. Yeah. Yeah. 
even I loved when Jessel was doing the photo shoot in Jenna's apartment and she's like, she was just so honest, like, oh, I couldn't afford Jenna to be the creative director. Like, so glad she's kind of helping me out, but someday I'll have the money for that. Yeah, yeah. it's straight up honest. There's no fake, there's no bullshit. Uh, it's in Jenna's apartment. She asked Uber to spin by to give her a hand. Uber did it as a friend. Like, I mean, she's straight up about it. She seems very straight up about absolutely everything. Like, like Aaron is talking about, like Aaron comes in and says, uh, you know, Jessel said, well, you said this about me. And Aaron says, well, I heard some things too. What did you hear, Aaron? We All we hear is, oh, you've said things as well. What did she say? Where's the yeah. receipts? When it comes to Aaron, at the same time, like, you could see it on this episode. She's trying to take a step back from Sai. Even she feels that she's back the wrong horse now. She knows yeah. it. And she's trying to step back. And she, you saw her saying it. Don't lump me in with Sai. Yeah. That's what she said to us in the DMs a few weeks ago. Exactly. It's like, don't lump me in with Sai. So, you know, when it comes to her, I'd be happy to be like, okay, well, well, we'll see how you get on next season now. Give you another Maybe chance. you've learned a few lessons here. like Yeah, because she just wants to be liked. Because even, like, Jessel comes in and says, hi, guys. That's to everyone there. And then yeah. Aaron gets it in her and gets gets upset because you didn't say hello to me. Well, she absolutely did. See, yeah. I hate that shit. You give me a hug. Yeah. That's one thing that drives me insane when people are like, oh, you never said hello to me. You didn't do this. Like, hello works fucking both ways. And once you've said it once, you don't have to go around to everyone and say, hiya, 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 hiya. Why like, would they expect a hug off someone who's, when they're actually being gone for our marriage, they know that. Yeah. They know now at this stage that she's annoyed because you came for her marriage. You owe the girl an apology. She, yeah. You don't deserve a hug off her. Be thankful that she came in and said hello. Yeah. She completely twisted everything that Pavitt said. She says, all I heard was he lets her, uh, she lets me do what I want. It's totally yeah. not what he said. Yeah. Yeah. It's as Uba said, you know, with the, the wedding rings. People can take them off and put them in their pocket. Doesn't matter that the man doesn't wear a wedding ring. He's not into it. No, there's men wearing wedding rings all the time that are cheating left, right, and center. Does it make them better husbands just because they exactly. wear a wedding ring? Exactly. No. I mean, once upon a time, men never really got wedding rings. It was just the woman. My father, as long as my mother and father were married, ah, oh, thirty odd years before my father passed away, never saw the man with a ring. I don't think he even had a ring. Because, you know, there was a time where it was too expensive to buy two. Yeah. So the woman got a wedding ring and that was it, like. Yeah, because it was important to, you know, brand the woman. It wasn't as important to brand the man. <laughs> so, I mean, get on with yeah. it. Like. Yeah, it's only been a more, it's only a more sort of modern thing that almost every man wears a ring because... Men wear more jewellery these days, you know, they're a bit more open to wearing and it's like men actually care about what their ring is made of. They care about the colour, they care about the metal. They I've seen I've seen men with bits of meteorite in their wedding rings because that's the kind of thing they're into. I genuinely believe anybody who has a problem with somebody else's marriage is due to insecurity within their own. Yeah. Yeah. Mind your own business. It's not your... Who cares what other people's marriages are like? You know, it doesn't affect you. You're not living with them. It's not your business. Exactly. I don't know. It's it's just a crazy situation. 
But I have to say, I do not think a birthday party is the venue to start a lob of grenades at each other in an, in an effort to clear the air. Everyone's oh. pissed. Everyone's fucking hard. Their backs are already up. It's never going to end well. Yeah, it was a very, like, weird ending to a season, like. Yeah. Even the birthday so party was weird. The, I'm excited for the reunion to see, like, who's learned some lessons, who hasn't. Yeah. Well, we, we, we know Sai sheds a few tears, so I'm just waiting to see if she got, like, a bottle of water hidden under a weave or something that she's, oh, like, you now. leaking, she's gonna, leaking droplets she's gonna down. Play. She's going to play the victim card. She's going to go on in on that whole my mother had bipolar thing and she's going to be sobbing. Yeah. But like, in all fairness, I'm pretty sure bipolar is hereditary, so. But that's going to be what she uses to deflect on her own behaviour. A hundred percent. Yeah, That's why you don't give these people ammunition. You don't yeah. sling that kind of shit at them because they turn it around, they completely gaslight you and you end up looking like the asshole. But did yeah. she discuss on the show that her mom had a mental illness of sorts? I don't think, think she did. No, I don't think she, she ever. Have I, have I, uh, no, she doesn't. No, that's what I mean. So Pavitt was only using a term to explain her behaviour. He didn't I think the problem know. is in this day and age with all the snowflakes, you're just not allowed. Yeah, you're not yeah. allowed. Like I've called plenty of people. I've called you bipolar, mate. A hundred percent I've called you bipolar, Donna Marie. So like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? No just... fairness. I call myself bipolar. Yeah. You fucking are bi- you fucking are bipolar. bipolar week, like. To be fair, I think that you actually only have two poles is probably doing you a disservice. Because you're de- you're definitely more of a fucking split personality. <laughs> Which Don are you getting today? Wee! Yeah, you're fucking. You are James McAvoy in that fucking movie Split. You one hundred percent are. <laughs> and I'd say both Ken, your mother, and your kids could attest to that. Everybody knows it, like. But you see, that's the difference. I couldn't give a fuck if people said I said it about myself, like. You know, so. Wouldn't bother me if Papa called me bipolar. I'd just be like, Papa, you're not fucking wrong. Yeah, that's great, Papa. I'm glad you're only getting to see two of me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, look, I mean, look, it is something people say. It's a throwaway remark. Everybody's too fucking sensitive about these things nowadays. And it's, you're not allowed to say anything about anybody. Like, even the way they reacted to it when he said it, they didn't just say, ah, don't be so mean. They were like really highly offended. Look, if you want to see offence in everything, you're going to be constantly offended. Yeah. Yeah. I can't deal with the snowflake generations. I just Ah, can't. No. No. Listen, we said this from day one. This is not a podcast for snowflakes. If you want some fucking, you know, watered down reality and watered down review or something else, I don't know, go and listen to another podcast. I'm not going to name them, but you know what they, you know which ones they are. And they're boring and they're full of shit. And it's all fake. Here you get the truth. (laughs) And the truth is, there's a lot of fucking snowflakes out there. 100%. And they're fucking vegan as well. (laughs) (laughs) See, don't get me started on the vegans. Do not get me started on the vegans because I find it very hard to stop. Oh, stop. But yeah, I can't wait for the reunion. I am excited for the reunion. Same. 
same. Yeah, it looks good. And I'm assuming we'll get a little first seven minutes as we've done with the last couple of reunions as well. Yeah, we'll probably get a leak during the week. Um, It'll be up on our socials as per usual. And yeah, it'll, it'll be interesting to see. It's going to be a two-parter. So there's obviously a lot in it. Um, We'll be doing obviously our reunion special as we normally do. So... Um, the reunion drops Sunday night. We will have an episode out by Monday evening. Um, completely separate on his own as we like to do for the reunions. And yeah, I'm here for it. Bring it on. So, I guess that's it for this week. Yeah, that wraps it. it up nicely. Yeah. Maeve? Like, follow and share Instagram, TikTok and Twitter. Yeah, keep your eyes peeled for our sneak peeks on social during the week and check out our Ronnie reunion special next Monday. And until then, take care. Have a great week. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Bye.